0: Welcome to Revival Train. We are a group gathered together to talk about life with God and what revival means to us. You know that if we want revival, we have to be the revival. I recently met with my pastor, and he asked me, how does looking for a revival affect your walk with God? And I answered, I was almost impatiently waiting for revival to happen, but it has made me realize that if I want revival, I have to be The Revival. This is our first recording of our group discussion. The audio is a bit rough at times, but overall, this recording is unedited, with the exception of a couple interruptions we removed for time. What God wants us to do into action, and that is really, really hard because I don't really know how to do that yet. And that's kind of what I want, like, everybody to start helping each other learn and grow. I agree. You know, because, like, that's something that I feel like God is really wanting us to get ready for. And because I feel like there's going to be a huge outpouring of God's Spirit coming very soon. And we have to be ready to handle that when that comes. So yesterday, JC was working. Um, he was in the kitchen. We got, like, absolutely destroyed. Sorry. And um, at at some point, um, he basically like was like shaking a lot, and he's like, I I don't know what's going on, but like I need like a second to, like sit down or whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, dude, yeah, that's fine, don't worry about it. And then, so like we just finished the rush, he goes and sits in the office, and closes the door, and I'm like, okay. And then so I'm doing stuff for a while, and then other people are like, is Jesse coming out? Finish his job, or is something happen? I'm like, I don't know. And so, okay, I'm just gonna be perfectly honest. I didn't really want to go in and talk to him and find out what was going on or anything. To be honest, I just wanted to do my job. <laughs> I knew I had to. I had the air swap thing the next day. I'm like, I gotta like finish everything up. I gotta leave it a good time and everything. I don't have time for this. And I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm. You know, he'll probably be fine. And. Then I'm like, did anybody give him, like, water to even try to get water?
1: And they're like, I don't
0: know. And then, like, a couple people, like, gave him, like, water or whatever. And they're like, he looks, like, really bad. I'm like, what do you mean really bad? I'm like, I don't want to go in there. I don't know why I didn't want to go in there so badly. But, like, I didn't. And probably because I knew that I was going to have to do something. And I didn't really want to do it. And I think that was the main problem. I just didn't want to deal with it. And I go in there after a while because he still wasn't coming out. And I shut the door, pull up a chair, sit down. And I'm like, all right, dude, what what's going on? What's the problem? What what are you feeling? And he is like still visibly, physically shaking. And he, he's basically like this on the desk and just like, Putting his hands on his head and stuff, I'm like, dude, what what's going on? I need you to, to tell me something here. So I basically just shut up and didn't say anything until he decided to say what he needed to say. And after a while, he was able to basically tell me that he keeps getting these scenarios playing over and over and over again in his mind of when... Uh, the whole situation with him and Joel happened and he keeps getting these hypothetical situations of like what could have happened. And I'm like, okay. And he I just kinda let him continue, he was basically telling me about like one story and then another story of just like like different things where it could have gone horribly, horribly, horribly wrong. Even worse than it already did. And where even one of them could end up dead or both. And those situations kept replaying in his mind
2: and it wouldn't go away. That could just be a testament to showing the kind of safety that we had as well, though. How so? And that these didn't happen. And Yo, yeah, to oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sh- I no, that's actually a good point.
0: Um, but he was basically so disturbed by these things, he hadn't eaten most of the day. And because apparently it's been going on all day. And ever since it really happened, honestly, but he's been getting it in waves. But it was happening really bad that day, and he hadn't drank anything in a long time because he forgot about it because he wasn't thinking about it because he was just focused on this. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of a problem. <laughs> uh, so he w- he was drinking a little bit of water and he did feel a little bit better that way, but it didn't help because like he didn't stop shaking. Nothing was helping him because his physical body wasn't the problem it was whatever was plaguing him spiritually or mentally and that was the problem and so i basically talked him through that and helped him realize that this is where the problem is this it's a spiritual problem and that you are being like basically demonically attacked right now. this is that's basically what's happening and that needed to be exposed so we knew what to do with it and he's like, yep, I, I get it. And he's like, I feel it. I know it is. And I'm like, I, I get it. So we're going to take care of him right now. Right now. And so basically at that point, and the during the course of this conversation, when I first walked in, I didn't want to do it. I, I knew what I had to do. I knew that I was going to come in and do this. And I didn't want to do it. I didn't want anything to do with it. But through this conversation, all of those feelings completely went away, and like a peace of God settled like on me, and a determination that I knew what I had to do, and I just had to do it. And I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to do it. So I basically declared in the name of the Lord that whatever demons or darkness was coming against JC, whatever was be plaguing him, whatever was tied to him, whatever was coming against his mind, trying to manipulate the way that he was seeing the situation and changing it and trying to get extra ground on him that they don't deserve, just be gone in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I just said that it does not belong there. It cannot belong there. And it is cast out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And after that, he did. It wasn't an immediate thing. But he did kind of start to, like, he wasn't shaking anymore, but he was still visibly disturbed. And um, so then I was basically just, like, talking through the scenario again. And I'm like, okay, so this didn't happen, and this didn't happen for a reason because God was with you the whole time. And we we were were walking through that again, and he was like, yes, that's right. And I'm like, see, now what the, the darkness wants to do is they want to twist the situation so that way you're constantly feeling the pain over and over and over and over and over again that is not for you it is not good and you shouldn't have to deal with it it should be completely gone that is not for you and that was basically what I was telling him and that I told him that he needs to release that from his own soul and that he needs to give it to God and every time it comes back we just you just need to keep being like nope these do not belong to me these are not mine I don't want them anymore God I ask you to take them from me and just keep doing it every time and if they if they don't go away after that then we're gonna have a group session and we're going to continuously pray over you till they're gone uh, like that's what I kept telling them and everything and over time like as the conversation went along, He was like completely back to normal and his appetite returned. He went and got a bunch of food and he ate like a bunch and everything. He was looking relatively normal the rest of the night. And he completely finished his shift. Everything was fine because before he wouldn't even move. And that's all what happened after that moment. And I knew that I had to go in and do that and I just didn't want to because I was scared to do it and I wasn't prepared to do it. But I knew I had to do it. And I did it, and afterwards, it worked, and it was it did what it was supposed to do, and it did what the Bible says we can do, and that was just an amazing experience overall. And I know that that is what we're coming into, is not only just seeing things that God's doing, but experiencing it ourselves and being a part of it. Because if we're just standing on the sidelines watching God do awesome stuff, that's you're missing out on, like, everything. <laughs> if you're not a part of it, then what's the point? Like, I mean, you, you don't even get to have any of that relationship or satisfaction or, or purpose or anything with it. And you're sitting on the sidelines wishing you could have been a part of it, but you weren't because you decided not to and you chickened out too
2: early. It's worse knowing that you can be a part of it and you choose not to. Hey,
0: that's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. And that's something that I... I just did the other day. I like just like sitting here. I just want to like scream and say yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is awesome. Yeah. I mean this is exactly what we should be doing as Christians. Very good. Well done. I'm very proud of you. That is awesome. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? That was a spiritual attack against you. I know. Because that fear is not from god i know that fear and that's why is it went away trying to it say went away you need to help him it's too scary you what if it doesn't work and you know he's gonna try to trick you so bad
2: that
0: person, not go talk to that person <laughs> not try to help that person and you did it anyway and as soon as you started to do it and you started speaking the words all the, the, the encouragement and everything you needed came right there God gave you all the words, mm. you didn't have to have them. I know. And it, well, it, it just awesome. reminds me of I'm sorry, this is it exciting? To me. Yeah. I'm excited. I yeah. just like, over here, it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it reminds me of when the Bible talks about how you're going to be given the words to say in the moment when you need them, like I had to about, you know, specifically going in front of like governors and mayors or whatever. Yeah. But, Like I think that applies in a much wider range that when God is telling you to go do something and you're not sure that you're capable of doing that but you go and do it anyway, you're going to be given everything that you need in the moment right as you need
1: it. Yeah, he's going to take that leap of faith and walk with you through it. He's not going to be like, take the leap of faith and then I'm going to leave you there to struggle with it. If you take that leap of faith he's going to meet you where you are. Mm,
0: Mm. Exactly. And that's what I had to do and I'm glad I did it, and it was still terrifying. <laughs> and even looking back, it was still a little freaky. But like at the same time, I know That's, that what
2: I did was right. That was, right. Huge. That
1: was Casey, awesome. I'm sure that. Oh, absolutely.
2: I told absolutely. him that if he ever has any kind of thoughts about basically what happens, Enjoy to just it. that we can pray about it because there, after there's no way that being JC can be separated after what just happened like that. That just can't happen now. And I'm glad that is JC as well, because I was talking missing hearing about this a little bit as well is that like we, like we were both supposed to be there when this happened. And I can't believe it had to come to near death for us to understand and acknowledge God's calling and actually act on it. But I'm glad that it has happened, obviously, because I'm, I, this life is changing now.
1: Is good.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, so today, I, we were both, both a lot better, and I think it's just because we needed time just with each other that wasn't, like, traumatic, emotional, crying, and, like, we we had fun today. We JC had to. We went to church. We were talking a little bit there. Um, Clint uh, Tess, drove JC's car. He wanted to sell. We went somewhere else and um, and yeah, we went around to Walmart. We got some food. We were just laughing. We, we had a good time. That hasn't happened like where we like both are like enjoying each other's company and it feels like forever. And I'm really glad that we're finally back. But something positive has happened to us. And yeah, so I'm, yeah, today was better, basically, yeah. And I, I prayed for that to happen, and it did. I know JC did as well, because especially after what just happened yesterday with him and Marcus, I don't know why he'd ever want that to ever happen again. Right. Yeah.
1: When you were talking, that's awesome how you prayed for him. It also made me think of like when I was at Rachel and Mike's the other night and you guys were there. I felt like I I had to share that I'm sure about whatever is true, whatever is. How does that go into looking at whatever is true, whatever. whatever is
2: true. honest, whatever is lovely, whatever is a good report.
1: think on these things and like I felt I I felt like of the two of you, like J C was having a harder time. I don't know if I can say that, but I I kind of felt that way, but um. I think it's
0: evident.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, just based on what you Yeah, yeah it's true. Kind of really but I mean, I, like I was sharing with them, like I went through a lot of, like, I went through a weird time, like four years ago, I had some physical stuff, which led to some mental breakdown, and like, I had a nervous breakdown, and that feeling you said you had with the tingling fingers and the that, yeah. I would have that, but it would be over things that were not life-threatening, because I was mentally not there, but... As I was getting better, I would just say that those scriptures over and over like I would use it as like prescription medicine Like this is my prescription. You have to think about what is true because I would have a panic attack Like if I was I was in a car one time that I thought was too small and didn't have enough air to breathe and I was like I had to have like these I had to use the word as like my toolbox Like I need this scripture at this moment. When I get this other thought, I need this other scripture. And that was the one I would go to when things were irrational. Like, okay, what is true? Whatever. That's what I'm still think about right now. Like, whatever is true. And so, you know, like that would have been one that I would have thought about. Then, like, hey, those things didn't happen. That's not
2: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been so helpful. The more. Like, after everything that happened, I I realized I was able to talk to so much family and friends, all everybody here. But, like, the fact that, like, I could hit up, like, my, my dad's out of the family, everybody in this, like, 14-person group chat. I was just like, hey, can you just – can you pray for me? There's a lot of stuff that's just happened. And they're all, like – they, they love me unconditionally and obviously I'm part of their family understand that. but just knowing that they all have this fire for the Lord that I have this like easy access to it. Just, I feel so blessed that I, I, it's easy for me to just get to that, I guess it feels, I, it's, I know, I know it's not a coincidence that I'm wrapped around all these exactly. God fearing people and I'm so thankful for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's exactly like what I was basically saying,
0: like when I was talking to you before. It was like I I knew that you had a purpose, and I knew that God like was actively pursuing you. And I didn't even told society before I even talked to you, and that like that's exactly what was going on here. Yeah, that's that's true. But yeah,
2: I, I said that that's exactly what's happening here, and then you confirmed it when you talked to me about how and, this, to, and I I knew that, that had to be true. I know that guy was talking to me before. There's one time where, we you want Legos here during Christmas or whatever, mm-hmm. is we got like really deep. We were talking about uh, politics and the Bible and prayer. Yeah, like politics and, here. <laughs> <laughs> and I, this was it was really heavy on my heart, and I was thinking a lot about everything that happened. And it was like mid-December. I had the windows down. I was going driving so fast. I was just screaming, and I just. I felt so convicted, but I was so angry at God that you wanted me to change where I was in life because I was so happy with where I was and I made my own life that didn't incorporate him. And I was just, I knew I should let go of, of like my life or what I made, but I wasn't ready and I was mad. He wanted me to do it so suddenly, mm-hmm. especially at the time, that time of the year. And it's like I was wrapping up, like, a certain, like, so a couple of hard classes that I had. I learned totally learned different software. I was just like, I can take my field. I can do this with it. I can do this. Like, there's so many possibilities. I just felt like I was like, I just got better as, like, a designer, and I want to move on with that and just live this crazy, prestigious kind of, like, designer, black kind of turtleneck life. Like, this is what I want. It's amazing. I don't want to live this Christian life where I don't, where I have to like give up what I have in my identity for him. I was just angry about it. And I was so, I know I shouldn't, that I should give it up, but I just wasn't ready. I was like, just later, I don't want this right now. I was just, I was crying, I was angry, I was screaming. It was just super emotional. I didn't know, and I knew that it was cause I was with the right people and I can't just brush it off. It was, yeah, it was very convicting. Yeah.
1: Please well, don't return home. I
2: mean, <laughs> the fact that you are able to recognize these things is huge. Mm-hmm. It shows that, I've, that I'm still convicted and knowing that I've been raised correctly spiritually has been a huge part of that, which is yeah. my so I've been, I've been basically begging the Lord lately, just
0: like, please just, like, Help me, like, not have to work at my job. Let me just, like, do something in, like, ministry or something. I don't even care what it is. Just, like, let me just do stuff for you all the time. Like, I just want to do that, but I I can't not have my job. Mm-hmm. And I can't, you know, not just you know, throw away all my responsibilities. I can't just not pay my mortgage anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I need you to take care of all that. You know, and it's just like, I, I don't know how, and I just know that you keep, Putting new feelings in me, saying that you're not going to be here very much longer at your job. Now it's been and two Mike years. Mike has told me about it's this. It's been, been two years though, and I've been having these feelings.
1: I like, talked to Clint about that because his parents were very successful. His mom would get invited to like celebrity things all the time. Yeah. She was like one of the well-known, the best-known DJs in California. Oh my and God. She and her husband gave up everything they had. They sold their house. They went on the mission field and they took their entire life savings, and then she said, we trusted in our money until it ran out, and then we trusted in God. (laughs) They were down there. Isn't
0: that the truth of it right there?
1: Yeah, and you know what? They lost all their money. They started an awesome church down there, which they they just went on a mission strip there. And then they came back to the States after they handed the church over to the locals. And they ended up moving to Washington, and these rich people gave them this huge, rich house to live in. Wow. Like, on the water.
2: <laughs> the that's, God see, that's
0: amazing. <laughs> that That's the stuff that, that's what God does. Like, you yep. know, he will reward you for those things, and you don't have to worry. Like, is, will I be happy at some point in my life? Like, this doesn't feel very happy right now. And... Thank
1: you. <laughs>
0: but not worrying that oh well I don't I don't know if I'll ever be happy I guess I'm just not meant to be happy in this life. That's like a terrible terrible way to think about it. Like, I've heard other people say that to me before. Who like they're like well you know you just gotta like serve God. That doesn't mean you're gonna be happy and it doesn't mean that you're gonna have like a, a good life or anything. And it doesn't mean that God's gonna make everything perfect. And I'm like okay. To a degree, he's not going to make everything to make roses it. everywhere, but he is going to reward those who are faithful to him. That's just proven over and over and over
2: and over and over again. So like, and never you never walk away from that sad either,
0: right? Exactly. To say that like you're not going to be happy or like it's just one of the things you have to give up for God, like I have to give up my happiness, like that doesn't even make any
1: sense to me. I don't think
2: it's renewed.
0: Thinking that no no I've I well, heard a couple people basically say the same basically thing, thing
1: though. they'll
0: be willing to give up everything moment I I mean, I mean, it, it yeah I think everybody has a different thing right it really is what is your heart on right. what, what is yeah. your heart really God's or is it to this whatever the this is that that's what up. you have to give up I don't, it's yeah, that, not about yeah. not having that your talents or your career or the things that you love. Because that was where I was kind of going with that it was is that one of the things I asked God. I'm like, so does that mean I can't do stop motion anymore? Or like- collect transformers? Are those all idols? Do I have billions of idols in my in my room in there?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just
0: saying, uh, you know, right? I mean, I was asking him these questions. Is every one of these things that I'm displaying on my wall an idol? You know, I'm like, and if you tell me it's an idol, I will throw them out tomorrow. I told him that. I said, you, you convict me one moment that any of this stuff isn't idle to me and I will throw it all out right away. I don't care. I'm like, that's how determined I was to say, I don't care what it is. If you say that they're gone. I said, I think they're nice to look at and they're fun to put up on the wall. But if it's anything more than that in my heart, if you see that in my heart, I want it out. And so I was asking him that I'm like, so do I have to stop, stop motion? Do I have to do this? He told me, I can still do stop motion. I can still do collecting Legos. I can still do these things and still serve him at the same time. And it sounds like he might even try to wrap those things that I love into the ministry exactly. that I'm going to have someday. Yeah, And I don't know how that's going to work. But <clears throat> I'm super
2: excited to get there and to see it. Right, yeah, I wanted my dad felt about me at first, and no. I didn't really see it at first. Well, I was and
1: telling my dad. Cool. I was telling my dad a little bit about your story today, and I told him about the part where you said that, uh, like your entire graphic design future was in that laundry basket in the backseat. Yeah, that's. And true. I was talking to him about that, and he's like, "Well, that that just goes to show even more so that it, God wants
2: yeah, to I know. That.
1: You yeah. only lost eight thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, it, that was only yeah. catch my. I had my MacBook in there, that's that's my only like computer that I have to work on. My MacBook was in there, I had my iPad where I do all my sketches and all that stuff. That alone is worth over three thousand dollars. And then there's the, the SSD drive I had. There are four hundred and seventy-seven gigabytes chock full of every single project that I have made from like like the at the beginning of like last year. I have a different drive from the other one. But all my important stuff that I have that I've gotten good at. Every one of my designs, one of my animations, my layouts, my colors that I've saved, all these things were on this one drive. and it wouldn't it would meant absolutely nothing to the people. And the fact that God still saved all of that stuff shows that So I'm this was the equipment that her. you had with you there it was in, in my. Laundry. Yeah, so on Tuesdays, I have school, Wednesday, I have something for school that I do. I stay at my aunt and uncle's um, overnight tuesday nights so and then wednesday morning is when we went to go to chicago because I, I was already halfway there yeah and um yeah so i had a laundry basket had some of my clothes it has my backpack all was my like gear in car yeah this drunk. was in jc's car but I, they didn't take
0: any of that situation. no
2: they didn't oh, okay because i had it side oh, okay. I okay. yeah so, i sold my car at this point so i didn't have my car so yeah it was only that part you knew because you were you had most of the money, but you needed to get a little bit more. I yeah, that there was that and that kind of stuff with the chat. loan as well. Yep. it was a nightmare trying to get that loan. But yeah, hmm. but yeah, so that yeah, all so of it. Do you was ever still think there. that maybe it was such a problem getting the loan because the lawyers trying to say you don't want? That's ex- no, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, and the problem <laughs> is I never decided to just sit back and think because I I never thought about all these red flags. I was just I'm just trying to get one step closer to getting this car. It was a sweet car. I'm not gonna lie. I still kind of do want the car, but it was. <laughs> it was like the. Go back to Chicago for it. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
2: yeah. I don't want it that bad. No, no, I don't. But um, it was. I was prioritizing and idolizing this, and not. I never once considered. Hold on. They want only cash for this. They won't take a cashier's check. This loan is so hard to get. It is so far away. This person doesn't have a profile picture. sells out of Chicago. What? I All these red flags were just like right over me. I was like, I just, I'm, I'm close to the car. I have more money. I have more money. This is what I need. Yeah, that was, it was pretty bad, but yeah. And it also shows that like, yeah, like I'm, I should still be designing for him and all this stuff and also um not to put value in earthly possessions $8000 is a lot of money and i've never had that much money in my hands at once and the fact that it was just gone within like 45 seconds a minute just I, it it's unreal it just it just shows how much time so on earth can just go like that you should yeah now that it's it's over
0: yeah Okay, and you can look at things from a new perspective. Yeah. You should be excited that they stole $8,000 a day. The Bible is very clear that a thief should be returned seven times the amount. And then the Lord's been telling everybody that we've just been stolen from by the government, everything for so long, that he is going to make sure that everything is returned to us seven times. Seven okay. Funny you say that. So you can just get ready for the day that you're going to have a sevenfold return on this thing. That's true. And you went through this thing. You survived it. You came out closer to God, and he's going to get you more money down the road. And just let him figure out when. Yep. And, and it'll come at the exact right time, with the exact right thing. And you're going to be like, huh, that's exactly seven times the $8,000 I lost. <laughs> yeah. You're going to think of that one day, and you're going to be like, I oh, it's, yeah. I, it's you'll be surprised. It will happen. I'm, de- I'm telling you right now, this is the type of stuff we have to re- believe and claim and, and, and stand on the promises God gave us right in his word. And the more that we do that, the more that stuff actually manifests in our life. And I, I'm i 100% convinced by this now. I, I just wish I had taught you this body. stuff 20, 30 years ago. I did not even have a clue on how much we just ignored God. Yeah. And we just didn't. He, he tries to give you so much all the time, and all we do is like, oh, we're good. You know.
2: You know. Like he didn't make us. us
0: dying tomorrow. That we're good. Other than that, we're we're fine because I got a job. I can pay for that. I can take out that loan. We think we're okay because we're just bebopping along and. Just because we can make our bills, we like, obviously, we're living the dream God had for us because we're making our bills.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, we're not supposed to have bills.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just
0: really quick. So I'm, I'm not going to be able to think fully about everything else unless I say it, the thing that I, I've just been waiting to say it some say it. times. So, it. <laughs> I want to tell you guys about my car ride today with the people I had in my car because it is very relevant. Oh, So I, I had... Chris and Jackson in my car. And, and the conversation was only about God. The entire... Really? Right. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, Wait you... Give me get... some context. <laughs> before you go on to that, before you can go on to that, I have something to say. Last night, last night, God gave me this idea to when I leave, make sure you start by praying and saying that, like... Okay. Yeah. That that's why I did it this morning. That's why I did it this morning. Okay, so to pray and basically say like, God, I I ask for your protection that everything will go smoothly. But I also pray that someone will walk away today from whatever happens, whether it be during the airsoft event or after. They will be closer to you because of it. Okay, that's that's this what I prayed for. Well, I, I, I told a... to pray last night because it came to my mind like.
2: You will God. never speak like, my guts. No, well, that was
0: God. Okay. Because, like, I'm, I'm starting to, like, discern, like, what's my thoughts and what's God's thoughts. And, like, because yeah. at first thought, I'm like, huh, that came out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, wait, no. It's God. <laughs> okay. And then um, I'm like, okay, okay. So I have to pray this tomorrow? I'm sure. And so that's what I did. When we were first driving, we just got down the road. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to pray real quick. And then I just prayed that prayer, not knowing what was going to come of it. Thinking, like, well, maybe it's just going to be, like, during the discussions tonight, you know? Like, maybe somebody will just feel close to God because of that. I don't know. But, like, that's pretty cool. Okay. Keep going. So, <laughs> so, so, Chris, so Chris, Chris is, like, uh, you've met Chris.
1: Oh, the guy Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, He's uh, super uh, nice. people yes. are people were so old. nice. But, uh... It, uh, so he he organized the whole baby shower thing. That was him.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, he's he's like like a a morning person. He usually opens like either kitchen or like machines. And he works till like four or seven. And, and like uh, he's like a fifty year old guy. So, uh, but and he he actually has cancer. He's had cancer. Yeah, he's had cancer for years. But he I think I'm pretty sure at one point he told me he had like a month to live, and he's like lived years after that. So uh, like uh, he's a winning fight on a, can- on a cancer patient, basically, uh, and he he's had a... a Doesn't
1: a, he have the same kind of cancer, Sam? I I don't know. Yeah, it's it has cancer. cancer.
0: Yeah, so it's, he's still going strong. He Anyone else up. need hot
1: chocolate? Ooh, hot chocolate. Yeah, I'll take
0: it.
2: Ooh, hot chocolate.
1: Thank you. Thank
2: you. I'm good. Hot chocolate. I got mine. <laughs> Michael,
1: know. what you're saying is it doesn't Thank you. Work I,
2: do you need do you need help with any of it? Not
0: unless I run out of hot chocolate, then I'll need a to go to the store. Okay. Sounds okay. <That> good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I run out probably to have some peppermint, which isn't very good. So. okay, so you want to well, yes, so know who Chris was. Yeah, I must think. I am listening. Okay. So we know Chris. So yeah, yeah, so so that that's who Chris basically is. He's uh He's also a guy who's been around the block, like so to speak, and like, literally too like, he's he's yeah. been like, he's basically lived like everywhere in the United States at some point in his life. He's really been like everywhere, done like all sorts of different kinds of jobs. He even was in the military for like several years in his life. He was actually a tank operator, which he told us more about today, which is actually is really really interesting, all the stuff he told about tanks and like how, how it works and like how how scary it is to be in a tank when he gets hit but also how much stronger Jeez. our tanks were than the enemies and how like they would just like, <laughs> like, like the enemy would shoot, and like, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't be able to hit us. And then we would, they would just shoot one shot. and would blow them all up. <laughs> That's it, but like, anyway, uh, uh, right yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's, so he was telling us something about that. But like the main thing was also at some point he's like, uh, like said something to the degree of, of yeah, like uh, I, I still would mean to, to, to go to, go to your church some point. Cause honestly it looks like, like, the people you have there are like all, like really great people, and I really want to meet them more. and And I think that I think I could try it. And like like I've typically not been a, the biggest fan of like churches because I feel like they like I don't always feel like everyone in there is there for the right reason. But like I just I just kind of feel like dull and dry and I just wanna and then I don't I just kinda of like meeting the people and he like he moves up. It's kinda of He is
2: like, a people person. Yeah,
0: he he really likes knowing what people think and believe and and learning about it and then he'll kind of move up. And he's, he's not just, he's, he's not very, very disrespectful either. No, yeah. It's just he's really, really nice. Open minded. Yeah. Uh, and he definitely believes in God. He he knows God is real. Yeah. He he I don't know really, if I don't know if he's saved. I'm kinda of thinking no. But uh he's curious. yeah, he definitely knows God is real. He he knows that that some people have something that he doesn't always have, uh, and uh, so we we're we we're kind of talking about that. And 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 Jackson and his friends. So Jackson's also works at Culver's. He's in the kitchen a lot. He's typically a very quiet person. Uh, he doesn't really talk a whole lot, except for, and he makes a lot of jokes though. when, when he does, and he's he's really he's a really cool guy. He's very
2: chill. He's very calm. Uh, he's good in any kind of like conversation because like, he's either like. Talk when like no one else will, or he's a really good listener as well. Yeah, and usually he's like in the back doing dishes. I say something, he's just like, "Yeah, he's man," and he's just like agrees with me, and he's very, yeah, yeah. Even though he's pretty quiet, he's, he's actually to. quite a people person, and he's yeah. yeah, talking to people, and and he's, he's
0: very he's very respectable and sure. very. And very like like just just well well mannered and
2: self reserved to some extent. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah.
0: He's he's really he's really a cool guy. So he brought his friend with them, and, and the, the two of them were just basically sat out in the back while Chris and I were talking about this traditionally. And then uh, and then how like partially through this conversation though, as they are talking about like. But, like, all oh, things you that we like about churches or don't like about churches. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, probably a little bit what I think about oh, yeah. churches and whatnot. And, and, then, um, and then Jackson piped in. He's like, yeah, I also believe in God. But, like, I just don't really like – I haven't really, like, gone to a church before. And I'm just like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, both my parents actually believe in God. And I'm like – I did not know that. <laughs> like, he didn't. He didn't did strike me as the, uh, especially with Dan and being his friend and the. Oh, uh, oh Tandon's the other guy? No, it it no, wasn't. No, it, that wasn't who was with him. But uh, I'm saying because he's friend with Tandon. Danden's not very much not. Oh, no, he's atheist. God, so. But Jackson's
1: very intelligent. Yeah. So I think he can deduct that from.
0: Yeah, he he's basically like he's like like yeah, like, both my parents have, have believed in God, but like his dad went to a Lutheran school growing up, and he hated it. Because, and, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, and he's, like, that actually his dad was turned off from, like, Christianity because of <laughs> yeah, because of, of the Lutheran school that he grew up with. So he always still believed in God, because he knew that was true, but, like, he just didn't really, like, he didn't make an effort to try to go find a new church or anything. He just he was turned off from all yeah. of it. because of that. And uh, his mom is, is somewhat similar. So what oh, yeah. what? He was his mom is somewhat he's similar. Similar yeah. yeah. But basically so uh, so basically yeah, right here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, just not listening. We just no, yeah, we like, kept talking about like like, what what we like about things like I what 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 God actually means to us I was telling him like like things and like how, how the Bible describes certain things and they're like like oh I didn't even know that before or like or Chris said he actually has read the Bible through which oh, I did not wow. know he's, he's read he said he' read it through like probably twice did you know he, that he's that like, uh, not know he, that's he's that's like been out, he, because he's he's individually been a part of so many different groups right. he's never like been the one to like stick. He always moves on, but he's been part of so many things that he's actually read it through multiple times. Uh, yes. But everyone has like a different understanding, and typically the groups he finds, they're a lot more like they're just at the basics still, like they're at the base level of understanding. And he's kind of looking for a deeper understanding than that, and he gets the basics already, and he's it's not. Some meat. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 not he's not, not seeing milk. like like the further draw that that. Uh, <laughs> that's there and i was telling him a little bit about it and, and it did really encourage him I and mean, he, he's he said he's going to try to make it to to our church and uh and, and then then i was telling them a little bit about like actually what we're doing to, tonight like because we mentioned in the airsoft chat that we had something uh like i think we just said church related uh um, to do tonight but uh i mentioned i'm like yeah so actually what we're doing tonight is we kind of it's like I named a few people who were there. but like, we all was kind of like I try and do a more in depth like discussion and and study of the Bible, uh, and then immediately Jackson's like that sounds really interesting to me. He's like I would like to go. Yes, go. So, yeah. <laughs> literally, that's what he said. Like right away, and I'm like, I'm like, hey man, I'll 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 tell you the times. Is like. Uh,
2: scary than a church. I, yeah. I think so. I think so. I and adult like, people we knows as well It's like and
1: you can first
0: direct the conversation up. to where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. At that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, and they can and then they were asking me just like the structure of things and I'm like, well right now we don't, we have, don't have the <what> doing, <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah. We don't really have like, a whole lot of structure, but I'm like like honestly Just, like, think about what you want to discuss and bring up, and whatever is put on your heart or your mind, like, like, just let us know. And we'll try and talk about it and discuss it. So both Chris and Jackson sounded interested in coming, Uh, especially Jackson. Uh, Chris Chris sounded more interested in the church than necessarily this, but he still asked a bunch of questions about it. But they were both, like... Like the, like the whole way down. That's like all we we're talking about. It's just, wow. just like, like I, I got. Dude, I can't, can't that. And, that's and I can't so even remember some of cool. the like conversation. Oh, unfortunately, how like, Yeah. Oh my goodness. What a coincidence! Like, I was gonna say that. Okay. <laughs> I i thing. these things are not coincidental. Oh, yeah, no. The fact that so much of this stuff is happening this Man, year is also just not. now. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I really went out on a limb on on that prayer though because like I wasn't really that confident and I was also super tired <laughs> and I'm like I'm pretty short. sure he told me this and I'm like I'm, I'm just gonna do it I don't care and I did it not knowing what but it would get okay, you but had you not heard the story from Micah you wouldn't have known whether or not that prayer was answered right mm-hmm. but that just goes to show you how often we pray things and we have no clue if that prayer ever gets answered But I'll bet you way more than not, things like this happen all over the place, and we just have no clue. Or we're just blind to it. It just goes to show you how important it is for us to, with our mouths, say things and bring it out into the air. So, and in Jesus' name, because... Words have power. So there's two things I want to, yeah, say and that. it's going to lead me to some Bible verses I want to bring. Okay. Re-brave. Uh, so, there's two things I want to say. The Bible part, right? Just <laughs> right. that. Bible um, also in conjunction with what you said about the Bible verses and stuff that, like, you would say and like, or or think that that really helped you get through those situations and stuff. I have definitely seen that a lot, where. Uh, back in the day, I used to memorize like ton of verses for like kids or whatever. But it wasn't because, uh, yeah, it wasn't because like I wanted to, like, like I wanted to memorize them, but like I wasn't memorizing them because I felt like they were going to be something I could actually use. I was memorizing I it because it the I had a mission, for the candy. and I wanted to do it. it but I 60%. and I mean, I, it's not like I disliked oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. But that's actually good <laughs> for at that <thing> age, <laughs> right? Exactly, and it's not like I disliked it either. I did like it. how many of these verses, do but you yeah, recall? and those those verses, a lot of them do come back to me, but especially um, there's a ton of them that don't. But there are very specific ones that he keeps bringing back to me and those ones I'll I'll actually like say at certain points because I I use those as a promise that he has said in the Bible I'm like no this can't happen this way because God said this so this situation just needs to turn around and get in line with this because this is truth and sure enough a lot of times that's just how it goes <laughs> So, and that's, crazy. and that's how it needs to <laughs> no, be. No, it's true. And, <laughs> yeah, right, it's and, and it just, that's how it needs to be. And we need to get used to yeah. like being like, okay, the Bible says this, it's not looking like this. So we need to like rectify the situation. Why does this not look like this? And if it should, then it needs to get itself together and get back to where it's supposed to be. And that's really the, the bottom line. But if there's something that you just don't understand and maybe that's why it's like this, then that's still something you should look into to kind of put two and two together. And then you learn something new about God, learn something new about yourself, learn something new about the situation, because you're deep diving into why does this thing happen to me when the Bible says this? And whether it turns out that that situation just needs to curb and align itself with the Bible or you learn something, either way is a good thing. And a lot of people just ignore it. And the other thing I wanted to bring up was that with, like, the speaking thing, I also um, have made some very bold um, requests of God uh, again, which I have done in the past. But I have reinforced it again after that situation with JC. Um, I told God, I'm like, don't let me get comfortable with where I'm at. Keep pushing me like you just did there. Like, do not let up. Do not let up, no matter if I feel like I can't do it. Just give me the strength to do it and keep pushing me. And when I feel comfortable with that, push me to something else. And just don't stop. Because next, I. Family, right. Question. I don't want to stop growing, and there's always room to grow because God is just that big. And there's always someone that needs to hear something from the Lord or prayer or being prayed over or something. There's, it's so much, it's everywhere. Yep. I mean, you wouldn't even need to go outside of this house to find someone, you know, right. And it's, but if you consider all the people that we come in contact with in the day, except for me, because I never leave the house. But, um, (laughs) other than that, you know, we we come in contact with a ton of different people. And how many of those people probably need to be prayed over Mm -hmm. and probably need to, you know all this the stuff that goes with that. It's just incredible. Yeah, but even even when it comes to that though, like if I ever get comfortable being like, okay, God told me to pray for this person, I got that. Then give me something else. Keep pushing. Me. Like that's what I am asking Him. So even when I get to that point with just praying for people, give me something else. Show me something else that's even harder for me to do. that I still like want the guy that to learn. was casting out demons in the drive-through lane. Yeah. That yeah, no I can Starbucks.
1: Starbucks yeah. before, Wait, what? Totally
0: so um <laughs> so if you probably haven't gone, because otherwise you know sure. go with this reference, but there was a movie that came you know, it's called Coming Out for Jesus or Coming Out in Jesus' name, I think
1: it was yeah. Why, we yeah. Yeah. Coming Out for Jesus. Okay. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. so anyways, so when that movie comes out, definitely go see that. You will really like it. Um, it's no,
1: yeah.
0: I think also the next day, Tuesday. I think they did have Monday and Tuesday show
1: now. some of them, yeah.
0: but uh, anyway, so one of the, the people that was there, um, that was in that, that movie, I was watching an interview where they were giving all of their backgrounds of, of all the different people that were in that, that video, that documentary video. Oh and, well, um, so they were all in on the creation of Yeah, like there was like four or five different speakers that were kind of highlighted oh, throughout yeah. this video. And and one of them, yeah, yeah that is yeah. actually what they that Sounds kinda of cool. And so Ooh. when he first when he first got saved, so, like within a couple of days, yeah, he okay. was out there like on fire. He didn't even know what what to do, but he just started reading about how God was, or Jesus was going around casting out demons, so he just started doing it on people, and people would drive to the drive-thru and he'd be like, come on out <laughs> and and then people would be like, oh, will you come pray for me? And he's like, yep, and so they'd go park in the front, he'd, run, he'd go pray for them, and he'd run back in and take the next drive-thru <laughs> like the of No, he got <laughs> in trouble, yeah, got, he, got, he got kicked out, he like, got fired for it. But he kept doing it anyway. But, I mean, that's how on fire he got. And he was helping people left and right. And it was was actually pretty hilarious. You'd be, like, opening in the morning at, like, 4 a.m. And he would call people well, like it, Bible and say, Come the on, season. guys, and the Bible study, deliverance <laughs> sermons, and stuff yep, like that. They would get mad at him because like, sometimes he wouldn't have everything done fully.
1: And, <laughs> I like you know, to imagine
0: people in the Starbucks.
1: I like to imagine you know, is, Starbucks
0: people, they <laughs> a lot of demons casted.
1: I like to imagine that next nice as you. If they yeah. asked him, like, Okay, so you're yeah. fired from Starbucks, why?
0: and stop casting out demons out of the
1: customers. Yeah. I mean, you know how it goes.
2: but the customers <laughs> are nice after that. do at Starbucks? <laughs> I'm Yeah, I don't think the customer appears like What do you say to that? I went
1: over <laughs> there. I'm a
0: demon. Oh, ginger. Yeah, apparently uh, assistant manager is never off-duty, so any really other questions? No. Uh, like the printer ran out of paper, and they had to reprint that sales thing from the registers, you know, when you plug in the register. Yeah. Oh, then I walk them through the stuff. What? So was like, it's like, yeah. It's, it's like
1: poor bro. Sounds like poor my household like Josiah. Yeah. <laughs> you got know, like these little juice. yeah but he still gets great And drinking. when oh yeah oh actually <laughs> and I were talking about that a little bit uh we're actually going to make a a playlist for one of the labor uh like worship playlist, so that we can just like you now scream the words yeah exactly
2: i add the 3 hour version of oceans
1: Oh no. Really oh no, oh no. I, I can't. ten thousand reasons. Oh gosh. Ten minute Valley edition. Oh no. <laughs> Extension. <Expenditure sighs> oh gosh. No. <laughs>
0: I do think though, I don't think I said this before, but even like with Micah when he got home, how much he was beat up, he's tired, he didn't feel like he could make it and it's all they're probably already started and you, you kinda of started getting more and more defeated. I did feel very defeated. That, absolutely was another spiritual attack that that's all yeah, it was I think he and thank you, you and wanted to keep you from coming yes yeah, i was like i'm very glad so, yep and that's and i i recognized it in your voice and i'm like i'll just i'm going to take whatever excuse you have so i just started with the driving thing and that was all so i'm like oh good <laughs> I'll <laughs> yeah you
2: were
0: already almost here by the time we even talk, so I because I even talked to Mark. I'm like, ah, oh, you had sat and happened like 15 minutes sooner, you know, I could have gone.
1: The way that but, you offered that though, like I, I had like just kind of walked into the room, and I don't know that your tone of voice completely changed. I know. It like it was so calming, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I feel better. Now. Like <laughs> I already feel better. For- that <laughs> I know. Well,
0: that that just <laughs> shows you right there that that was the Lord speaking to you. Yeah, so yeah just telling me what to say. I don't sound like that. It was play it play. was his solution, not my or solution. To yeah, Joel, you because over oh, the phone, somehow your voice gets deeper. I know like with really like, the phone. Yeah, because when you're like listening yeah, over the phone, I, yeah, speaker I, I heard you start talking. It was like it was like, yeah. like, like octave. I didn't know that human voices could go.
2: It's like really?
1: sounded <laughs> 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 like Darth Vader. That's
2: yeah, it's like oh, oh my Joel? like that's even deeper than Joel. You
1: didn't talk. <laughs> oh,
2: so you heard you heard everything that I was talking about with James then, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I'm so happy about Where that. Where is he? That he is. He's in North Dakota. Oh. Yeah. Oh, never right. mind. Rachel, did you ever drink your hot chocolate? Except oh, I didn't
1: realize it was over there. Anymore. You do that all
2: the time. It it's like <laughs> kind of warm chocolate. It's <laughs> <Yeah>, probably
1: just <laughs> like, kind I'm of warm chocolate. Oh, that's okay. I'll still drink
0: it. Rachel, you don't need ice to be iced chocolate. Bye. Yes, Chilled chocolate. <laughs> so, well, I'll, I'll uh, start kind of just prefacing a little bit about like the verses I wanted to bring up since I didn't think anyone had specific yeah. verses they wanted for you. Uh, so, in my church service today, one of the this was actually a set of verses that he brought up, and I thought it was really good, and and it uh, uh, pertains to pretty much everybody in the world. Well, all the Bible does, but um, but this this particular passage I thought was really good. Um, so kind of what he was getting at, we've had this discussion a lot in our, amongst my own family, but basically it's the whole, uh, and I mentioned this before, how our words have power, right? So if we're given authority by God and our words have power, which I believe that's all true, I believe that's completely biblical, scriptural. that also means when we speak bad things, Those also have power. Yeah. (laughs) And we have so many sayings that we say every single day because it's just a saying we say. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It means to express that, oh my feet hurt, but we don't say that. We say, My feet are killing me. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Right? How often has anyone like has anyone ever said that in here? I mean I know everybody has, right? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, then you say, "Dad, my dad's killing me." You know, you know whatever, right? Whatever the pain is. But, uh, but you know, I'm just saying, you know, we say stuff all the time, and Satan is a legalist, so he then says, "Well, they declared over their life that this is killing them, so therefore I can take that on." And he tries. That's why he's allowed to attack us, because we won't give him all the time. Because he's a legalist. And he takes that before the courts of heaven and says, but they said this. And so that's where a lot of the stuff comes. Now, obviously, there's the shed blood and the God covers us. And there's a whole bunch of pieces, aspects of this, which I'm not going to go into. But the words is what I'm actually talking about right now. And so um, he pulled up this verse, which I thought is, it really speaks specifically to your your words having power and basically and that that you shouldn't like also a lot of people do is they say well god let this thing happen he let the situation happen god's in control so therefore that person died so therefore god let that person die well that's blaming god for the death that's not blaming whatever actions happened for the death right and so so what this, this helps highlight some of that. That's kind of slowing down, so just I hear. But it says this is James 1, and this is in the King James Version. And it's uh, James 1, sorry, James 1, <laughs> 13. It says, Let no man say. So just this piece right here, just this first part. Let no man say. So no matter what is said right after this in this verse, This is a clear statement to us that we are not to let not to say these things. Okay, so to pay attention to what happens next, because we're not supposed to say this. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. So therefore, God will never be the one tempting us into doing something bad. And so, never say that God tempted it, or is God's fault, or is God doing this, because that is not what it says. Wait, go ahead. What you say? James 1, oh, verse 13. Yeah. yeah. He said James. God,
1: I'm pretty sure he said James. He I, said James because I was about to James. James. By, yeah. Also, yeah. well, yeah.
0: yeah. of things I said the group chat, so you're just it. Yeah. I can yeah.
1: yeah. right, throw it up on the screen. It's I just want to say something real quick. that's Go actually ahead. really funny that you brought that up because something that I wanted to bring up was earlier this week is that like one of my English teachers and, um, I was doing American Lit and You we were talking about like, uh, Harlem, I think Renaissance, whatever. But he was talking about, he, he brought up the question, which I wanted to say today. Um, is god like what about god in control of like letting all these things and i just didn't end up saying it but guess you did for me <laughs>
0: yeah, and that's a great it's a great discussion and there are tons of other bible verses and i don't no, clearly i don't know them all because i'm not i'm not as much of a scholar as i should have been but, uh but we'll learn well this is yeah. kind of the point of this right is the deep dive and find a spot mm-hmm. so anyways uh so i was reading a verse love and i have highlighted in blue the part i'm reading so Verse eleven? or oh, sorry. Verse thirteen. Okay, numbers are hard. Yeah. Yeah, I. Remember. All yeah. right. So again, I I read the first verse. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted, when he is drawn away from his own lust and enticed. When the and then when lust hath con- conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin. When it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my brethren, my, my beloved brethren. This right here, my beloved brethren, means that he's clearly talking to the Christians here, yeah. not just the lost people. This is for this is a message for the Christians. Be yeah. careful what you say. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So it is clear that this is the good stuff, is of God. He will never tempt. So therefore, so this, this is like basically just giving us a commandment saying, do not say these things and don't err on this because it's a big deal. And so I, that's why I wanted to point out, I thought it was really nice to see this layout of actually how it's very clearly stated, don't say these things. And and I know it's like you you, could, you have to somewhat expand upon this. We're not just only talking about lust here, but it's, it's about evil and about speaking evil. And so you want to make sure you're not using
2: evil terms to describe yourself. And also, it's, it's very important. At uh, the, the part where every good gift from above is basically from God, it alludes back to the beginning of verse thirteen as well, saying that God can't be tempted with evil, neither tempted be any man. It it it, it yeah. just returns and just alludes back to what he said before. Absolutely, reinforces it. Yeah. And there's a
0: lot more obviously in this in this uh, chapter, but I just wanted to highlight those couple of pieces. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it's cool. Just really really nice and clear actually,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, as far as Now, there's not like a lot of debate in that, like what it means in my opinion.
1: If you scroll down to verse 19, uh, I
0: I think this is something
1: that... Oh
0: yeah, this is very important, actually. uh, (laughs) It says, wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. That's what you did for Jason. That's exactly what I was thinking. And that's why it worked so well. Yeah, Uh, that and all the what you said
1: after. I mean, like, I'm gonna
0: say, I think, I think think, think a bit like, as in, like, like mom knows I can have a temper. Like, I, I, what, rage? Yeah, and I probably got it from mom, so she (laughs) does it well.
1: So he does play up for it. Uh, But like,
0: (laughs) but like, it happened, right? Right? Like, I. So There's some something that Rachel says, and then I like, I snap or something like that, and i like, why would someone. I say that? It Like, it is not <laughs> true. And so, but like, when? To be honest, I think I, that first <laughs> caught my eye, especially because I'm just like. with fear I know I'm capable of doing it because I can name <laughs> scenarios I've done it that's But reason. that's not why it caught my eye. It caught my eye cause I know of enough, okay. many more scenarios where I should have done it. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and yeah. like, it's like, like what to happens? be honest, at work. That that is that is me when I'm working at call first. Like people in the other management that are not Christians I literally looked at Marcus and, and Rachel and said, you guys are like the best at being on, like called and on they're not and they're not right. out. And they said that with like no other context am like, no just like observing what we call that. And I didn't even like that. and they've pointed out And I'm like and that's not that's not no. quiddity, yes. you know, no uh-huh. not. Um, yeah. So truly, at work, I feel like that is us. That we are we are swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Uh, but I, for some reason, that environment is is almost like easier to be like that. Because at home. Yeah. That's not necessarily me. I am not it's necessarily slow to speak. You can let your defenses down. Yeah. Yeah. And not, then you're more raw. And you don't allow yourself to, to take that safe action. But that does not say when you're in public. <laughs> no, you, know, public doesn't, doesn't,
2: you yeah. know. Just when people are watching.
1: I will tell you, Micah, the more you recognize that early on, the more you keep on it, the better. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I prayed over it many, many times. I hated that. I would, no matter, you know, like, I just would get so anxiety or worked up that I just, like, yell, yeah, you know, about something in it, but it was never, like, mean, like, I was very careful what I would say to you guys, would never, like, like say horrible mean, like, I didn't do that, but I would just break my voice, and I don't even like that, and I will yeah. say what helped me the most, which I don't want it to be this way for you, because you'd have to wait a while, but, mm-hmm. is when you start getting, like, when I see it in my kids, it's like, that, he got that from me, I, I didn't, and that's I didn't that. where... I hated it, and that's where it was. It made me chill out a lot more <laughs>
0: because I don't want that for you guys. Well, and Mom and I have definitely had our fair share of pretty good yelling matches, you know, because of of this. And so my problem is, is while I may not be like quick to like get mad and snap that way, my problem is is I when when I start being in this mode, I'm very logical and I'm, I'm cold hearted. That's so right. I I can't, I can't show sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. get that from me get Both sides, of bad? What a it, terrible person! it turns oh, into, it. Okay. because no, know, I mean, what we're trying to do is we're trying to remove the re- emotion yeah, from so the situation. The because, can. because if you just remove the emotion with us, you would see it clearly. My needs. That's oh, the point, right. and That's what we're trying to figure out and to ch- show people. It just never works because they think that. We just don't understand them, you know. And it's like, I understand you perfectly. I don't know exactly why you're acting the way you are, but that's the problem. You know, and then that's, you know, that's never (laughs) going right? And so it it takes a long time to figure that out.
1: And I'm sorry, just another correction to myself here. Uh,
0: (laughs) So something I have, like, not really super thought that I had before, but something I thought I was really kind of capable of is having, like, righteous anger. But let's read verse 1. (laughs) <laughs> For yeah, the wrath really of man bad. worketh not the righteousness of God. Uh, and... Uh, it sounds like this is your chapter. It? And, and, so, yeah. it, it's just like... It doesn't really... Yeah, so if, if you like... It's me, the brightness. Here, uh, yeah, like swipe it. Well, like you're going to close the app. Yeah, and then go back and do it.
1: How many emails?
0: 30. <laughs> But we
1: know oh,
0: we've yes. all yeah. factored loading. Okay. Okay, I won't bring it up. I just cleared it out three days ago. ago. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. It should have been your New Year's resolution. Oh That's what my, <laughs> <put> my mom wants. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it is my New Year's resolution. I'll make and I make the, you know. the
2: number. <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> my goal is to reach six <laughs> people. <laughs> oh <God>. oh <laughs> no. <Anyway. laughs>
1: There's no going yeah, back after that. that. You just create a yeah. new. Uh, All
0: right. All right. Even, yeah. I mean, I, I just oh, I, I was thing. liking this entire path. Like honestly, like, a lot of us need to this yeah so, so james to go back and read the whole chapter yeah, the whole chapter is actually really good but the book so. of james it's a bad rep because of, like it's it's a lot of like things to do and and it's where christians can get confused because they can get stuck mm-hmm. up on like we have to do these things. And then they get so crazy in their mind about, like, if we don't do these things, we're not being a good Christian. Because, like, basically, a verse in James also, like, uh, basically, I forget the exact wording, but it's basically your, your works will, will, will show your faith. And, and that's what our faith that works is dead or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, it's like. And it's like okay, so does not mean I have to be like have good works so in order to be safe? No, but it's saying that if you're really aligned with God, you're gonna have you're gonna have things that show for you. you're, gonna, you're gonna your life is going to be different. And people will notice with like, that. With that, this is actually exactly what God is talking about right now through His prophets. He's basically telling everyone right now that you can't just be. In your prayer closet, just pray. You can't just be going to your church every Sunday. You can't just be there. We, You need to be engaged with all of the... You need to be calling out the evil. You need to be involved. You need to be being part of it. The church has to be praying for the evil to come down and for the righteous to go up. We have to be doing this. We have to be uniting as a church and praying feverishly. For the, the, what we want to accomplish, the, the restoration of this country, people are just like so much willing to be like, well, those guys over there got it under control, so I'm just going to kind of do my own thing and pray about the things that matter to me, and that's it. But that's not what God's saying. He's saying he wants the church, meaning the whole church body of believers, to be out there and, and praying over this nation, praying over... The, and, and calling down the corruption, calling down the evil that's happening in this country and to, and to call up the righteous to go into this place and it's it's an action item that we should be doing as Christians and unifying it doesn't matter the denomination or who we're what church we go to or whatever we should all be praying these things together and wanting to have see this restoration together and this is important. And, and the more the, his body wakes up to this reality, the faster he's going to implement the things we've been asking for. Yeah, which actually brings me to the conversation I had with Clint, like, a week or so ago, uh, which is actually the reason why we're meeting here today. Uh, like he suggested we start this. So uh, I, I was talking to him about, like, modern-day prophets. I was, I was asking his opinions on things, like, uh, like, like what, what he thinks about a certain, certain things, if he's heard of any of these people, or anything like that. I, I was talking to him very in-depth. Jason and I were talking to him for hours. Uh, and he, he told me, he's like, I 100% believe modern-day prophets can be a very real thing. He says, like, personally, I don't feel the need to like seek those things out or really, like follow them myself. He's like, I don't know if that's not really my mission, but he's like, I, I hundred percent believe that they they can they have a they have a purpose. They have they have a use, and, and like ultimately, your best guidebook and to seeing that is how does it affect your life if you uh, based on like, what they're saying. Like, like is it just now you only listen to them and you don't do anything else, and you're and like that's your new that's your new Bible. just yeah, it. it's your new daily yeah. horoscope. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very very terrible. Terrible. If that's right. what that right. is, yeah. then it's probably wrong. Right. And so like what I when I first like before he even started listing off things to watch out for, I listened to him, and he he just basically agreed with them. And he said like I I if you if that's what your your guide is, then you're right on the right path. He, he didn't even tell me anything more to add. He just he just said that's exactly what to look for, which I believe I listened things like. Uh, are it is are they causing you to read your Bible more? Are, are are they are they actually pointing things back to the Bible, not to themselves? Are they seeking attention because if they're just wanting attention and they just want the, an audience for themselves uh, and self-serving? That's a bad, big red flag. Uh, and like like what is what is the result in in the, uh, my own life after like hearing things that they've said? Has it actually changed? For be, to be closer with God, has it made me farther away from God? Like, all these things to kind of look at and look for. And, like, he's, he actually helped me see that they have really made my life closer to God. And I've even sh- sh- shared how it's done the same for my family. Uh, and I'm like, like i'm not saying it has to be for everyone or like everyone necessarily needs to hear a prophetic word in order to be closer to god yeah, yeah. but in, in this specific scenario these people have like an incredible relationship with god like it's very admirable and it's not to say that they're perfect they're they don't claim to be uh, but they're they're pro, they're the prophetic word that they get they're for one they are constantly coming true like we have a little a, like chat that it says problems filled and like someone kind of manages it and keep track of like when and uh, they've said uh, yeah. yeah and they just like it, like 20 times a day you see you see like little things that have been fulfilled like things about things collapsing. things about like all these like, little things and they kind of like interesting to see like, like oh yeah look they, they they said that a year ago and now today it just got filled like it, it's kind of neat to look at some of that stuff or like yeah. some um, of the stuff is like it's like okay, that could probably be some of the stuff. Is like, oh, that is absolutely yeah.
2: I've seen that like, Jesus bumble up a couple yeah. times.
0: But like, uh, uh but either way, like, basically, Clint also said he's like prophets actually don't necessarily just mean future tellers. They they need truth truthsayers. So like, and ultimately, the truth is the Bible. So he's like, like, if that's really what they're pointing to, and that's what they're saying, like, truly. He, like then, that's their biggest test of all. He, like, like, it's not just about future events, which they do as well. But it's about like, like, what is truth? Which actually, which is why I think Robin Bullock, in my opinion, is one of the coolest. Because like, not only does he have prophetic visions and words and whatnot, but like, he does like specific studies about the Bible and, like, I, like, like tell us about, like, and it does in-depth and tells like, intelligent briefings or whatever. You know, like, in-depth studies of different passages and different things in the Bible that go really deep and that a lot of people don't go. into they're, they're, like, like mind-blowing. And, and they're, they're really cool studies. About, like, they go back to Greek, Hebrew, all this stuff. And they do really—he does a really good job of, like— And of the purpose of that is to equip the body of yeah. Christ to do what God tells them to do. That's the purpose and to have scripture to back it up. Yeah. And, and everything's backed by scripture. He, he he's like the whole thing. And it's, mm-hmm. and that's like, and he's still like my favorite. Do you know, and do you know just on that, like those intelligent briefing, those mind blowing things that he dug into in the revelation and some of the stuff, I will tell you that him bar none has really demonstrated from the Bible the person and the personality of God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit the most that out of anyone else I've ever heard. And it has drawn me so utterly close to to God because of it, because I truly now can understand the love of God. And I never really understood that before. And even if it was not fully, even if if him saying things like that was literally only for you, that was a win. Right, because like it doesn't mean that Ed, right. that he the, the like the, he speaks the, in the way that where everyone is like yeah like I, I totally see what you're saying like it completely connects me. That's why like that we have multiple pastors right, multiple right. churches because right. I think pastors of churches kind of like are, are, they there. are in Yeah, they're they're in, they're there for their congregation in a specific way, and they teach it a little bit differently for the people that are there because it, certain people need and they, and they get inspired in different ways because certain people in that. In that congregation, need certain things. And some pastors are called to be milk yeah. pastors. Yeah, they they need to give the people milk to get them started and really get them going in the Word and and starting their relationship with God. But then there are other pastors that are clearly called to be meat pastors. They have they struggle with doing the delicate you know milk stuff. They they but they thrive in that real deep down you know stuff that really takes a lot of thought. You know to process, and and you can just clearly see that difference in certain callings that people have. Yeah. That's
1: one thing that I really like about our church because Clint he he welcomes families to bring their little kids into the services, but he also cautions them. He's like he he always says like we go through the whole Word of God chapter by chapter, verse by verse, uncensored. Like there's churches that are afraid to talk about certain topics because they they think they're too sensitive. The Bible is. Rated R, one hundred percent. Like there is, there is so much <laughs> sin and yeah. in there because we're humans and we need to talk about that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but it's true because I mean, truth is truth, and tr- sometimes truth is ugly. Yeah, that's it's why they true. call it the ugly truths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but like different different studies that Robin Bulk has done. And actually, a couple of things he brought up that, like, it's not like I, I've never heard some of the things before, or like I never thought about some of the things before, but that. He, in the way he kind of inter- helps to show like, interconnected ideas and stuff throughout the, throughout the Bible, a lot of people don't go, go, go to that level. It's like I've almost taken like, a Bible college course and just like a really in-depth one with an awesome mm-hmm. teacher. That's kind of what it feels like. Or it, kind of, it actually reminds me of some of Mr. Barber's Bible classes, but just like really in-depth. And, 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 and like, everyone who's listening really wants to be there. That's think the hardest kind of to kind with of the it, problem with, with Robin Book specifically is that depending on like the topic that he's into at that moment, if you're if you're just coming right out of just being in a very traditional church, very very mundane and stuff, and you go and you listen to him for the first time, he's going to seem messed up and weird to you at first because I mean, for one, he's got a different look, he's got a different sound, a style to him. You know, but I'm just saying, you know, he's they you kind of it's hard to get past some of that for some people. Then, you know, but really, what it's doing is it's pointing out where a lot of the religious spirit has been hanging on the church as a whole, and it's been focused in on so much of the, of like the rules and the what you should and shouldn't do, what you should look like, what you shouldn't look like, what you should dress like. It's so focused on those types of things that they forget about the relationship of Jesus and God, right, at the beginning. And some of that stuff starts to get pulled away. And what he's showing is, is that it doesn't matter. though these types of rules and things, when you look through the Bible, the ones that followed those types of rules were more the Pharisee type people throughout the Bible. I'm not saying religion is all Pharisees today. But what I'm saying is there's some parallels to that religious spirit that was in both spots. And that's why the church has not been as effective as it should be in this day and age. And it is much more muted than it should be. We are much more divided. There denominations have split up the church. All these different rules and regulations split up the church. Look at the whole generation of folks that don't even want to go to a church because they have bad experiences,
2: right? You were just it's, saying that before, you know? I've got some classmates, and one of them, I was pretty close at that one point. She's like, yeah, we don't go to church anymore. I was like, well, why's that? She was oh, we just didn't like it. There was a bad experience. We just never looked since. It was just just one experience like that and then they just gave up the faith and stuff.
0: I feel like that is like more widespread yeah, a, today than, than even course. like atheism. Like I mm-hmm. I hear more people saying I don't go to church because I've had a bad experience yeah. than I even hear people saying I don't believe in God. You know? mm-hmm. And it's really, really sad. And this is why yeah. I know that the I know it's it just rings true in my heart, in my spirit, when I hear People talking about how God is working to unify the church, how God is working to break down. And the church as we know it today is not going to be church as we know it down the road. It's going to change because the church as we do it today is that model is not working. And I'm not saying like there's everything, part of it needs to be thrown out because that's clearly not true. Yeah. But there are pieces of it that need to be shed and to be brought back into alignment with what God actually wants. It's the same thing with each person's life, right? Yeah. mean, it starts there. Exactly. Every single person has things where it's like, oh, yeah, this area, I'm really, really good at this area, not so much. But if you keep the not so much thing because, like, well, I want to stay close to God in this area, well, then you're still going to be not so good at the other thing. And you just need to get rid of that. And the same thing with the church. It's just like the overarching body of Christ like I mean it's the same concept I'll I'll use an example and this is my opinion okay because I don't know this to be true my opinion would be is that if JC would have walked into I'm just gonna say a random church it doesn't matter what the church is okay walked into a random church with acting the exact way he was in in that office that you were having there I would say odds are likely what someone would have said to him is that, you know, we're going to pray for you, which is great. Whether or not that person actually does when they walk away from him, who knows? Let's just say they even did. All right? But he did not get what he needed right then and there. What he needed is what you did. And that's not what the average church would do. I'm not saying not every church, because there are some churches I think that would have done exactly what you did. But and that's—I don't believe even the majority of them would have. And that's my opinion. It that definitely also depends on the people too, because there's yeah. there's certain people in in lots of churches that would be capable right. of different people are at that stage, right? Exactly. Which very very true. True. But there is like there is just there's too much of a a large group that you can basically say that same thing about, which shouldn't be the case. And I feel like I would have been classified as one of those people, even a year or two ago, three years ago. That's actually what I was going to bring up earlier, but I went on to a discussion, which is actually way more important. Um, But yeah, like I just three years ago, I would be classified as one of those people who would just like, you know, I'm going through life. I mean, it's not like I didn't believe in God because I did. And I 100% thought that I was in a personal relationship with them. And I was completely fine with that. But it only went so far. And I didn't want to like go too far out of my comfort zone. I was fine with a little bit and I was fine with, you know, going against like society and like the way that they did things. I'm like, yeah, I, I like that. I like being a little bit different. I like having like, you know, just the identity of being with God and stuff and that is just different from the world. I liked it. I embraced it. It's just it was just me. But that's as far as it went. And I didn't want to go, I didn't really know to go deeper with God or that you could. It just, I didn't really want to think about that it. that was where my failure was at, right? I'm the spiritual leader of your family. And that was my job to show you that you needed to take the next step. But I wasn't there. And so until I could get there, you didn't get there. Because isn't that exactly what happened? Yeah, I started it. You walked right behind me, and we basically took the journey together. Yep, and that's what changed. It's true. It was not. It it was not
1: any other way. Yep. I'm still glad I'm here right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's really. Well, I'm glad you're here, Joel. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're here, too, Joel. Yeah. It's yeah. really insane the impact that you guys have on your kids. Like, um, ever, dog. <laughs> Uh, I've I've talked I mean, to I mean, exactly. do you have a little bit about uh friends your family and your husband's walk with the Lord and I've i definitely talked to mom about that before and it's I don't know, it's it's really cool how much you guys affect us. Um and I'm I'm not even your offspring. I'm I'm hers. And I, I get
2: a lot for her <laughs> well, now, too. But, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but I've seen I've seen how effective you guys are in Micah's life and um that you passed out of Yeah, you. Um Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs>
0: no, world. <laughs> <laughs> good
1: stuff um, <laughs> but no it's it's really cool seeing how your parents walk with the Lord because that will at least for the first several years of your life that will set you up like in your foundation with your walk with the Lord. I mean I grew up waking up in the morning and seeing my dad's Bible on the counter because he was reading it the night before. My mom has given me so many books. So many like, devotional books and stuff like that. So many books. And they're good. They're good books. Um, and the cool thing is, one of them was uh, she gave uh, to me before we got married, and it was called uh, The Power of a Praying Wife. I have never opened it, but every time. <laughs> and I
2: want, Her face of the And
1: I want to. I really should. But every time, it's sitting on my shelf in the living room. I literally known sick. Say- you know? And every time I look at it, it's like really covered in yeah. dust. <laughs> so I don't know. The stuff that you guys pass down to us, like the things that you do, well, and at like, least the title. <laughs> like, yeah. Watch yeah,
0: exactly. you every day. <laughs> yeah. uh, but okay, so just really quick, kind of like slightly backtracking. Uh, so the main reason I brought up the whole talk with Clay was for this. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I was full circle. Oh, oh, <laughs> <today. laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: basically, I, I forget exactly what you said, but but what you said before I brought that up is what was connected to this point. So he basically asked me, because I was I was trying to tell her all about like like what I've done for my family and stuff like that. And he's kinda like, okay. And awesome but what about you and that's basically what he said to me I'm like oh. <laughs> and, and, and for a moment it's it, I was speechless uh, but then I, I was and then knew exactly what I had to say and it was something that I wasn't even like sure of thinking at my on my own God, until yeah. well, like, I'm like this is what it's doing for me so basically what I, what I said I'm like I'm like well at first I'm gonna be honest nothing at first, I was hearing these. Uh, we started listening to some of these things, and they sounded awesome because they te- they tell about how like like uh, there's gonna be one more big revival in the world, and and they, I'm like oh that sounds great. When's that? Like I'm ready. Go, you know, uh, like, like I'm ready to see it happen. But I was that's that's all it was at first. I was ready to see it happen, not make it happen. And that's the that's what I had to learn over time. Is that what, and they say it, they literally say it to me, it's but I didn't, I didn't get, it didn't click that it was there talking to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, you, rivals can come, but you have to start it. And like, like that. I mean, I still feel that way. Sometimes.
1: So are you going to sign up for the prayer tent at the farmer's market? Maybe.
0: You should. Uh, but like, I, I honestly, I, I'm, if, if I have the time for it, I, I'll do it. But like, that's why I literally I named this chat revival training. It was from this 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 like a biblical uh, a God given inspiration of words that, that he gave that he gave me in that moment. And I'm like, yeah. So at first, I'll be honest, it was just about looking for a revival. And then I almost started getting impatient and annoyed and being like, like we've been watching this for like a year now. Like why is anything happening? Why isn't the world changing?
1: Do you know that the church you go to right now was started by five people eight years ago? And
0: that's true.
1: Five adults were in our first service. Do you know what I thought when Clint said we're gonna buy a church? <laughs> 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 no, we're not. We, a we bought a building, knocked down all the walls. It was a little building. It was hor- <laughs> in horrible shape. It had been not used for like 15 years. And I walked through there and so I was like, "You have got to make it. We are not doing this." That's right. And, and that,
0: now you're at like seventy or something, seventy to eighty people.
1: That le- we feed eighty every week. Yeah. that's not
0: everybody that's staying. That must like seventy something. I know because I, I had to keep track. Uh, oh, okay. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not
1: the, maybe the kids. I don't.
0: Know. Yeah, I don't know if the kids are. Well, no, I think they are because I think they they enter the whole families so and maybe yeah. that registration. But, okay. But yeah uh but uh anyway so 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 i'm like yeah it really didn't do a lot for me at first i started to get annoyed and almost impatient. but then i realized and, and i'll be honest when i said then i realized that was that was when i was realizing it. like in the moment and, and then so I'm like then i realized i can't just wait for revival i have to be the revival